0: <laughs> you got this.
1: Hi. <laughs> I'm just going to say morning. But it's not Good morning. morning. I know it's
0: morning here.
1: It is five past two in the afternoon here. What time wow. is it there?
0: It must be early. 7 a.m., 7.05 <laughs> 7.05 AM. Yeah, I woke up early because I have a bunch of stuff to do today, but I wanted to get in our podcast before that. Well, I am glad you are here. I'm glad you're here. How are you? How was your week? My week actually has been really
1: good. Um, yeah, I've been feeling really well. So, you know, we talk a lot about um, self-care and looking after yourself and mm-hmm. lots of things for me have just been coming together with my self-care I've been um, taking quite a few supplements and started some new probiotics which have really had a really positive effect on me and kind of have done everything they say on the box you know like you get oh that's so great yeah increase your energy levels and make you feel this this yeah. and this and they genuinely have so um, things at work have been going really well, and yeah, I've been having, I've just been feeling really positive, like um, even this morning, I um, didn't cry after sex, <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> which I'm joking, I'm laughing, but it's hu- that is huge for me, yeah, so I, I have cried every single time me and my husband have had sex in the last three and a half years. Without course. fail. Without yeah. fail. I oh. burst into tears. And I didn't today. And it, That's it, huge. it is huge. Yeah, it's huge. Did you talk about it? Or were you just I of... didn't, I did make yeah. a comment and say I didn't cry.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also, I didn't feel like crying. Often, I feel like crying. And I kind of managed to control it or but I didn't even feel like crying I didn't get that huge emotional wave um, which is really good and then two hours later I got massively triggered and had a meltdown so ah the joys of life (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I was feeling really fab until about an hour ago um, and then the triggers hit and yeah, I've just had a meltdown and felt like shit again. So, oh, I'm sorry. So I thought we could uh, kind of talk about triggers because they're a fucking
0: bitch. Triggers are a fucking bitch. They sure are. Well, my week did not involve any sex. I haven't had sex in like two <laughs> years. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I I actually am re- feeling positive about my move. Um, to my new place, which is happening either middle of March or beginning of April. And um, I'm overwhelmed about it, but I'm also feeling good. And my ex leaves tomorrow morning for almost three months. So I'm really happy about that because I will have my daughter to myself and I won't really have to deal with him unless I, you know, when my daughter calls him on the phone or whatever, but that's exciting. And then the other thing that happened this week is someone uh, sent me my ex's Tinder profile, oh. <laughs> like a oh. screenshot, which which I asked for. It's a coworker of mine who I knew was on Tinder. Um, I've known that for for a while, and she said she's mostly <laughs> she also her marriage ended um, not because of infidelity, but. She started dating women, exclusively women. And she said only recently she kind of added men back into her filter. And she saw my ex's profile. And she sent me, I had said, if you ever see him, you have to send me. Because I'm so curious. Oh, my God. God did she match and with him? No, no, no. She said <laughs> she swiped right. Or whatever you do. We swipe. I don't even know what you do. But um, it was just, uh, it was... You would think it would be more upsetting. It was more just embarrassing. Like I was embarrassed for him because the picture he used, I've always hated. It's a, it's a professional picture he had done. Uh, And I've always hated this picture of him, but he obviously thinks it's fantastic. And then his, you know, it was just so clearly, uh, you know someone that he just wants to have sex. It's he he couldn't be more obvious that he's not looking for anything serious. He's just hoping to have lots and lots of sex. In fact, he used a term uh, sex positive, which I've never heard. I was like, what the fuck is sex positive? Like Well, he that used he... that in his profile. Yes, that he's sex positive. And I'm like, does that mean you just like sex a lot? Because why <laughs> why I don't know. But then I Googled it, and apparently it's like a movement. It's like a – I don't know. I think oh, it's Oh, just... yeah. it's Okay, yeah. I have heard that before. My friend said when she sees that, she just thinks, oh, he wants to have sex with lots of people. Uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of a way to look a bit woke and hip, <laughs> like I'm sex positive. <laughs> I, I don't know. Or he's open to anything. I don't know. But um, mostly I, I just felt really – grossed out and and also kind of validated because i'm like there he is there's the slime ball like he just yeah it just kind of made me embarrassed i thought i can't believe i used to be married to that person like i don't even know who that is yeah um so yeah so that was my that was my week but triggers are a bitch and uh you would think that triggered me but it, it it didn't to trigger me i mean it it didn't upset me it just made me kind of embarrassed but i um for him and for myself and for our child <laughs> but uh i was going to
1: say did it like i can't even imagine what that would be, feel like um
0: yeah it just I just thought, of course, yeah, of course, that's what he's doing. That's what he's been doing. And it said he's recently single. So I thought, oh, I guess things didn't work out with the affair partner or maybe there's been another relationship or maybe I'm the recently single. I have no idea. And I actually don't care. Uh, But... um, I guess it's good, though,
1: that you've got that reaction and you're totally devastated.
0: I get triggered by... um, you know, sometimes it'll surprise you, but like the, I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but uh, a neighbor of mine just had a baby and I yeah, walked over did. and yeah, I brought her some food and her husband was there and yeah, I just, that just killed me for some reason, just seeing a happy family in their house yeah. and then, or the other day I've been packing and I came across all these cards cause my ex was a big card giver and so I had all these collections of birthday cards, anniversary cards, Valentine's day cards, just, you know, he's very verbose with, he likes words. So yeah, I did that triggered me because I just thought, Oh, I had this urge to sort of just give them back to him. But then I thought he won't really care, but I, I ended up throwing them out cause I was like, no, why would I hang on to these? They're bullshit. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's amazing. Uh, movies, TV shows really trigger me anytime there's any kind of infidelity mentioned or insinuated or or fully just explored on the show. It like I watched that show called the good doctor or the no, doctor. It was, no, Dr. no Dr. Foster. Foster.
1: I remember you telling me when oh you watched gosh. it. And I remember like, oh my God, what are you doing? Because that's an epic D-Day. Like my heart scene, is pounding. It?
0: Yeah. My when heart they're around is- the table. Oh, my heart is pounding like just talking about that show. But I couldn't stop. Yeah. I just couldn't stop watching
1: and her um her like big reveal where she reveals she knows what's going on is like oh. is epic <laughs> isn't it epic yeah, yeah, I get triggered I got triggered this morning my um son I mean he's twelve he's addicted to games we we're trying to um we've been taking things away anyway he cut a very long story short he barefaced lied to me about um hiding a laptop in his bedroom after having a really lovely kind of heart to heart with me about how nice it was to tell the truth about something. And and the thing is, it's like, I know, like he's 12 and kids lie and I'm prepared, like we're coming into teenage years, I'm kind of prepared for... Oh, I'm not prepared. But, you know, I'm kind of expecting lies and, I don't know, sneaking out or smoking when they're 16. I don't know, whatever it is. But it, it's it's how the – it's barefaced lying to my face, how he can look me in the face and know full well what he's just said is complete bullshit. And I find that so hard so I can't even describe the feeling I get from it it's horrible and I try really hard not to react at him because I don't want to take out my trigger on him so right. what I want to do is kind of go do you know what it's like to fucking lie do you know what I've been <laughs> like and I and I yeah. don't because it's, of course it's not his fault like it's not no. he's a kid But I got really triggered and I kind of just said to my husband, you're going to have to deal with this. I can't, I can't decide, like, I have to just leave the room. And I Yeah, you need
0: to take some space. Yeah, and I
1: went and had a shower and he, my husband came to see me and I just said, I just get triggered so badly. I can't, and it's, I feel like, and I know in my head this isn't true. And through the counseling that I've had, around all of this i I know that there's a huge difference in what my head comprehends and understands and what my body feels mm-hmm. A massive massive different my therapist used to kind of point it out to me so I know in my head that he's 12 that's kids lie they you know he's trying to cover his ass because he knows he's, he's done something that he shouldn't have I get that but my body reacts so uh, I don't even know what the word is it's like I felt so worthless again it was like just could see my husband's face when he just complete and utterly barefaced was lying like yeah. completely oh, and utterly yeah. and I can't like even now I just want to cry it's just
0: it's it is the, the worst, worst yeah.
1: feeling I can't even describe it and then I just got really angry that I'm three and a half fucking years. And I mean, this wasn't to him, but I was just in my head, like, I can't live my life just constantly dealing with these effects of what you did. Like, I don't want to fucking have to be here anymore. I don't want to have to be in this place where I'm constantly trying to feel okay, trying to get past things, trying to ignore things trying to shake things off, trying to just go, oh, well, you know, it's okay. Let's move on. There's this, I just, and then it hits again and again and again. And I feel like I'm not getting anywhere or why aren't you over it? Why can't you just, you know, it's done. Just be normal.
0: It's all fine. You know, I can't, I just,
1: it's so fucking infuriating.
0: It is. I, you know, it's like I said to you earlier when we were just chatting on the phone, like, It's like being in a horrible airplane crash and then having to take flights, you know, five times a week and having people go, why, come on, why aren't you, why can't you just relax on the airplane? (laughs) Yeah. The chances of you crashing again are this much or, yeah, it's, I, I, yeah. Just that someone, yeah, just chose it's it's like I read this quote recently that was like something like people don't do things to you they do things for themselves yeah yeah and and,
1: that, and it's it's exactly that and it's they do things for themselves and then you're left with the ramifications yeah of that. yeah with you, you no are the, you're the collateral damage yes um and that's what frustrates me the most is that you know his decisions and his actions created this shitstorm, and I'm the one who was forced into it and are now having to be forced to deal with the healing and the recovering and the trauma and how I f- how it's made me feel and just the traumatic repercussions and the effects of this that I never even fucking knew existed that I'm Mm -hmm. thrown into the middle of and just left flailing about like just right here you go let's push you in you can't swim there just you know get on with it and you're there just fucking flapping around like a maniac trying to crazily find your way out of it and then Mm -hmm. feeling bad because you can't fucking do it it's just the worst thing ever
0: yeah absolutely.
1: And the triggers just can come you know as you say you can just be like I said in the podcast a few weeks ago when I was at the pantomime having the best time ever and they crack a joke about cheating online and I was just like oh there yeah. we go and
0: then you're like it's, it's not funny and I can face. I can sense it even you know when my daughter and I are watching shows if there's something about infidelity or even just people breaking up, like she always, I can feel her staring at me, like checking in. Is she okay? Is mom okay? And that pisses me off too, because why, you know, why not? I'm not mad at my daughter, but I'm just like, God,
1: why should she have to bear that? Yeah. Why, why should we have to live in this kind of eggshell scenario where even for me, it's like, I knew this when we lived on camp um I could spot this woman's car at 500 meters like I knew I I knew the shape I knew the color um and I would have to kind of prepare myself I do that now I still can see like I'm out in the street and I can spot cars that are like her car from literally down the street and it's just stuff like that I was um, yeah. Or, or songs.
0: songs
1: or... I was just about to say yeah. that. Yeah. I was on the way home on the bus the other day and I was just listening to some, um, you know, the songs that come up on your, here's what the music that you like, cause it's from your played songs yeah. and a song came on that I absolutely love that I used to hear when we were living abroad all the time. And I used to listen to it while I was running and it came on and it literally transported me back to that those feelings um and trying to run to
0: just get rid yeah. of this
1: horrible feeling and
0: yeah it's just it's horrific one uh, just a little shout out to the chicks formerly known as the dixie chicks their album gaslighter is it's a work of art and if you're listening and you haven't listened to it and you've been through infidelity it is, oh my gosh, that album is a work of art. I've listened to it at least thirty times, all the way through, and it's gets better and better. It's it just they describe all the feelings <laughs> that you might go through. So I highly recommend that. But then there's songs that you you know you connect your marriage or to a moment or. Um, Oh yeah, songs, um, movies, places. Oh, I was
1: really, really bad when I lived um, on this. Awful. Um, the triggers that I would get on a just yeah. a daily basis, or, walking around, was yeah. just
0: someone, someone with the same name, like just the name. Yes, of, just the name. The, the name of her is just like, ugh. Like I just immediately dislike the person. <laughs> which isn't fair, (laughs) but I mean, I, you know, one of my closest friends has the same name. So that's kind of been a gift because I, it's taking the curse off of, off of her name. But But the triggers kind
1: of just feed into that whole thing we were talking about last time with the emotional flooding and
0: yes. And And then the, yeah, the physical stuff that happens to you
1: too. Yeah. Oh my God. The, physical I'm sure I mean I have no proof but I'm sure my uh, menopause was brought on by the traumatic shock like I started (laughs) I started um the night sweats
0: started
1: Mm -hmm. after d-day that oh yeah literally first two weeks after d-day I was waking up in in the night absolutely soaked to the skin my bed was so everything and then you're just
0: like wow this is really making me feel so attractive like you're just (laughs) it's the worst because you already feel like a piece of shit you know because you've been cheated on and with me you know she was a lot younger and very attractive and I um you know I was already feeling shitty and old and then to start having like missed periods and hot flashes (laughs) and wrinkles and just like waking up with sore body parts for no reason at all it's just it's just cruel yeah I mean I had like physical ailments I had
1: the word I had a this spot on the back of my head on the kind of bottom left side of my head I would get pains in there down my neck I had um, it got to the point where whenever I got triggered my body would literally go into shutdown I called it like power save mode I could feel it yeah but it was almost like my body was going right I cannot take any more of this pain I just have to shut you down until it's gone and when I would get triggered I literally would have to go lie down for as long as it took because I just couldn't move and it looked like I was sulking but I was like I just I could not I couldn't physically move. It was like my body would go, ooh, like power save. Um, and things like that where well, I was, I'm just trying to think of other physical things. The shakes, I would get the shakes. Yeah, I had the I would, shakes. Um, yeah, if I got triggered, my hands would shake. I would often sometimes retch and feel like I was going to be sick.
0: Mm-hmm. If I
1: was triggered by something really bad, like if I saw her, for example, the adrenaline oh. rush would make me want to be sick. I'd have to lie down and or run to the toilet because I thought I was going to be sick. I'd gag into the toilet. Um, trying to think of all the physical things. I just didn't even, again, like the emotional flooding. I didn't even know were a thing. I didn't know I, my body would be affected physically so badly that I would, I just felt like a complete wreck.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. You know, pains and shakes and nausea and yeah, rashes. I had rashes. I had um yeah, just mostly this this my whole body would start shaking, which was terrifying. It was like like uh, someone was possessing my body and my whole body would be trembling. It was just horrible (laughs) I know I'm just thinking like why are we putting ourselves through this again I know I know but I will say they've eased up you know for me anyway you know that even when I do get triggered the thing that I still get is once in a while I'll just wake up in the night and I replay everything over or I'll suddenly remember something like, Oh my gosh, he looked me in the face and, Mm. and lied to me or he. um, Just, you know, and then there's things like the affair started in a, a different city and it's a city I've worked in before as well. And that I really like, And now I feel like he's ruined that city for me. Mm. But I I almost want to go on a trip there by myself to sort of reclaim it somehow. Um, Yeah,
1: well, that actually happened to us because I found out
0: that
1: they had, had, my husband and this affair partner had spent the day at this beach that we had been to as a family the, the summer before. And while we were living there, my sister came to visit us with her family. And I said to my sister, I want to go to that beach. I want to go and I want to reclaim it. And I want to have a memory of me and you and our kids. And so I can just like, I couldn't think of anyone better to do it with. Mm -hmm. But my sister and her family and and it, it was really hard, but I was glad I went. And I was just like, yeah, like fuck you, I'm fucking reclaiming this. And Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the nightmares, I was thinking nightmares and the intrusive ah. thoughts and visions. Oh, yeah, like the, the nightmares. nightmares.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, the nightmares I had. Really horrible, bad. horrible nightmares. Like, I remember just being at parties where it was a dream that I was at a party and everyone knew and everyone was like, well, get over it. Like, everyone was being really mean to me. And then it was, they came around the corner together, he and the affair partner, and she was holding this giant plant, like giant plant, like a tree that he had given her. And it just killed me. And they were just like, so mean. Everyone was mean. Mean, yeah. And weren't, weren't
1: we saying that in my dream, in my nightmares, I've always got a phone. And yes. I either, yes. My fingers won't work properly, or the buttons won't work, yes. or the numbers aren't in the phone, or it's an old phone and I can't yes. like flip it open, yes. or there's always some kind of problem with, with me trying. Or it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and it's usually like I'm trying to dial and my. The buttons are too big or too small, or my fingers don't work, or whatever. There's always a phone where I'm trying to contact my husband and I can't get hold of him for some reason, or he's avoiding the calls, or mm-hmm. he's just really dismissive and horrible like mean yeah. in the dreams. Yeah. There's always a phone in them, always. And I've, and I've, you know, you wake up where you have to wake yourself up and you're like <gasps> in the night, and it takes you two or three seconds to realize that. Oh no! I'm. It's just a dream, and I'm actually. This is my life, and I'm here in my bed in my room, and, and this is now. Yeah, they're so real and so um, vivid. Hmm. Yeah. So nightmares. <laughs> nightmares.
0: <laughs> but oh, you know, God. nightmares. Nightmares is a, a, um, sign of PTSD. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is what I'm just realizing now almost two years after my D-Day is everything I went through and I'm going through now. It is PTSD. PTSD. It's not just reserved for people who went to war or like I know it. it, I didn't get attacked or and, and I know, you know, you can't it's all relative. But I all I know is I am still. Feeling the effects and, and it is PTSD, PTSD. What, yeah. I'm, what I'm dealing with. I was
1: officially diagnosed with it when I went to get help um, with PTSD. because I just, as saying, it didn't feel right. And it's that, it's caused by that <gasps> feeling, that utter, utter shock that your reality as you knew it and your safety as you knew it is at risk. Mm-hmm. In that literally like like shock, split second realization of <gasps> that's that feeling that just reverberates through your entire being and creates that PTSD feeling, that total hypervigilance shock. Yeah.
0: Like, and then you're just waiting. You're just waiting for something else to, to get, you know, you're just waiting for the floor to drop out again and again yeah. and again. Like I just feel like I'm always
1: waiting for that. And I think I, that's I, why I get that I think that's why I get so triggered by the lies, by the lying, because it is mm-hmm. that barefaced I can look you in the face and say something that I absolutely know yeah. is not true. On um, purpose.
0: Like they hurt yeah. you on purpose. They yeah. it wasn't a mistake
1: it was intentional. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And I remember saying to my husband, like, why did something not kick in? Why did something not kick in? Whereas this is really, really going to hurt my wife. Not, not, I shouldn't be doing it, but this is really going to hurt my wife. This is really going to hurt a person that regardless of what I feel about them now, it could be like, Everyone's entitled to feel how they feel in their relationship. Everyone is entitled. If they're not happy in their relationship and they want to change or they want to leave or they want to move on, that's absolutely fine. You know, people are entitled to feel like that. But it's the whole way that why I remember saying to my husband, if you didn't want to be with me, why did you have to try and annihilate me in the absolutely worst way possible? to get out of the relationship? Did I not deserve some respect of not yeah. hurting me? Why does I... something not kick in to make you go, I should not be
0: hurting this person? It's really yeah. going to hurt them. I think it's just because it feels really damn good. And they're entitled in that moment and selfish. And it feels great to be desired. And and I, I've probably said this before too, but um, just the, the idea that, they're not looking for another person they're looking for another version of themselves yeah you know they're looking for themselves reflected in a different person's eyes someone that doesn't know know all their shortcomings yet yeah they want to feel like a rock star yeah it's that you know that that feeling we get when we're we just meet someone and you feel so desired and you feel so charming and and adored and and I that's really I think intoxicating yeah they're and and it's like why can't you look for that different version of yourself with your partner that you still have because you know we all have unmet needs we all have shortcomings but yet you and I didn't choose to you know stray from our marriage
1: yeah to go find it somewhere else yeah and I think it's that feeling of um I remember in, in a lot of the emotional flooding episodes that I had where I would literally just kind of give in and collapse into them. It's that feeling of, I felt in those moments less than human. I felt worthless. Yeah. And again, it's that difference between the head and the body because in my head, I knew I know my worth. I know I'm not worthless. I know I'm a good person. I know my strengths and who I am. But when you kind of, allow yourself to really feel the the deep deep feelings of how this has affected you I felt absolutely worthless I felt like I was not worth their consideration as a human as a person Mm -hmm. as somebody who was living a life and trying to do the best that they could with their kids. I never got it right all the time. I was a bitch to him, just as everyone is sometimes in their relationships. But I never felt like I deserved to be treated so poorly. And no, I. You didn't. And I. No. And I. But I felt worthless. I yeah. absolutely felt less than human. Like I wasn't even considered at all it's like I was dead I'd like I didn't exist yeah
0: Yeah, I felt really discarded and rejected you know just like oh you're you know I'm done with you (laughs) yeah yeah it does feel like that
1: it's it is not a nice it's not a nice place to be at all and it and it's those kinds of feelings that we've just get into your veins and your cells like we were saying last time and they just become part of who you are and that's what gets triggered every time there's a trigger every time there's an emotional flooding it's like they come back to life and just remind you how shit you feel yeah
0: deep breath well <laughs> deep breath <laughs> we're saying, like like I know. We're like okay, okay, right another happy one (laughs) and now goodbye everyone have a great week um maybe yeah. you know I don't know I mean and then again it's like how what do you do when, when you get triggered I mean it gets I think the thing that's different for me now is I can I have this like emotional you know there's some space between reacting to the trigger like I can say oh I'm been triggered and i can soothe myself in that moment and say things to myself or go for a walk or wrap myself in a blanket or call someone or text you or whereas when you're just in those first few months it just between the trigger and the reaction to it is there's just barely a split second it's just you're you're there
1: yeah, and it's like a nuclear bomb. It's so powerful and so intense. But yeah, you're right. It's not so um, it's you're not bit, so huge.
0: Yeah, the feelings are, are just as intense, but you're able to sort of be outside yourself a little bit, at least for me, that I feel like I'm able to go, Oh, okay, well, maybe it wasn't a great idea to start I started watching scenes from a marriage and Oh, uh, the movie. Yeah, and then I, mm. I just I just said I was getting really stressed out by it and then I just said, you know what? This is not a great choice for you. Maybe <laughs> let's watch something different. So uh yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is it yeah, it, it is it's not as intense. It's not it doesn't last as long. Um, I think more now with me, it's just frustrating. It's frustration more than anything else, I think, that I'm still having to deal with the repercussions and I'm and I was put in this position by somebody else and I'm the one who's left just having to heal having to recover having to
0: yeah it's a lot facing this over and over again yeah and it's harder for the person who's been betrayed it just is I know there's a lot of shame and a lot of um guilt guilt that goes with the person who did the betraying but we are the ones who had, they knew what was happening the whole time. Yeah. We, we, did not, we did not get that privilege. Like we, it's, it's just, it sucks to be us. <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> but you're right. It's that whole, it's that, we didn't know. We didn't know. And that's what creates the trauma. That's what creates the shock. That's what creates the triggers and the hypervigilance and
0: yeah. the emotional flooding. It's that not because, knowing. You did yeah. not and know. You are completely blindsided. That, yeah. And in that moment where you your D Day or the slow, you know, revealing of the truth, not only ha- has your future gone, like because you know, I was building a life with this person and I thought I was, you know, on a path to somewhere with this person so not only is that just decimated but also your past is decimated because i don't know how much of the last 13 years were actually real or how many other affairs there were or it so it's like every your sense of your own life storyline yeah is just blown up into a million pieces yeah what's and, real what's what yeah, was true and- I feel like now it's, you know, I'm, if I was like a vase that was smashed on the floor, (laughs) I remember that feeling like, oh, I feel like maybe I just put together like two pieces and they're kind of shakily together. I feel like now my vase is almost glued back together, but those cracks will always be there. God, I'm so deep. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) But I, but that's really what I feel like. It's, I'm not strong, you know, I'm, I'm, but I'm putting myself back together and I'm stronger than I was and and so are you and yeah I don't know why I went on a vase analogy (laughs) there I'm
1: sorry sorry everyone maybe maybe it was just to like maybe lift the mood
0: slightly (laughs) yeah maybe maybe yeah I don't know maybe we should wrap it up there I I hope yeah like I wasn't
1: I wasn't really sure what we were going to talk about today so I hope it is um
0: it's been entertaining anyway. I'm sure it I'm sure it has helped someone. I would have you know what it's probably that's that's what I recognize is like just that we we are laughing, you know? And I was not laughing 2 years ago. <laughs> so I can laugh. I can laugh at the horribleness of it, horribleness or whatever I just need to stop talking now <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, okay well yeah well um we shall wrap it up and uh we will be back again hopefully next week with another yeah enter- entertaining episode yeah. Of- <laughs> from d-day
0: to okay with a little bit of craziness in, in the yeah listen in between. to that album uh, the-, the gaslighter album it will help you okay take care ah. bye